You've all heard the saying, there is no I in team. Well, that's partly correct. But we each bring a unique perspective and experience when working as a team. So it can be viewed as a collective group of eyes that work together to build a team of success. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right with host Dr. Cass Henry. In today's program, we'll uncover the tools of team success in order to achieve winning results. Now, here is Dr. Cass Henry. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. I'm Dr. Cass Henry, and I'm thrilled to share another hour with you. Remember in school, they taught us all about Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Maslow's hierarchy of needs has at its foundation the need for safety and security. Home ownership and having a safe place to call home is fundamental to the psychological need of all humanity. Yet in our modern global society, it is not easily accomplished. When basic safety and security is not present, that society gets reduced to its raw survival of the fittest instincts, putting at crossroads the very social contract that binds a functioning community. Aspirational goals and fulfillment goals have no place until the basic need of safety and security are achieved. Home ownership is at the very heart of the American dream. There is a certain stability and profound comfort in having a home. It frees up the human spirit to go out there and explore other opportunities. This profound comfort anchors the self-empowerment journey and allows us to pursue our economic empowerment goals. This episode is dedicated to the discussion of home ownership as well as the business of helping others find their homes. This is a modern day challenge various societies face and it is about time we discussed it. It is about time we get the conversation started to help us in our shared journey of seeking and offering assistance to our fellow travelers as we reconstruct our social contract for a harmonious global society that is capable of understanding that the lives we sustain will always be our own. To help me with this timely dialogue on this episode, Real Estate, the Portal for Economic Empowerment, is Marsha Colin Morose. Marsha is the NRA President's Liaison to Greece. She's a certified international property specialist and FIA BCI USA Midwest Council President. She has a lot of experience in helping people and helping different communities and societies pursue their dream of not just home ownership, but building on that, the ownership of assets as they pursue their own economic empowerment as individual families and communities. It is truly an honor to have you on this episode, Masha. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Cass. I'm, I'm so pleased to be a part of your journey. And to know you is, uh, is my absolute honor. I appreciate that. Just as a matter of uh, full disclosure, I just want our audience to know that Masha and I, uh, by chance, met at a gathering of uh, empowerment and empowerment of women event. And that was about three, four years ago. And the chance meeting has led to us partnering on various activities and 
Masha, you've come a long way since those days I have known you, and I'm definitely looking forward to having you share that wonderful journey with our audience. But as we get started, I would love for you to share with us, how did you and when did you know that this was the right thing for you? Because you're a mother, you're a homemaker, just like every woman who is a member of a functioning family, you wear multiple hats. And yet you started and built a business. How did this come about? Well, I'll tell you, Kath, in my, in my experience and in my life, I think I can relate most things back to the organic growth. And uh, I, I often joke and I say that I fell into this business, which, mm-hmm. quite frankly, I did. I was going to school. I was finishing my paralegal degree and my certification, rather, with hopes to go to law school one day. And uh, due to a very bad uh, ankle injury, I had um, severely injured my the ligaments in my ankle. I couldn't get around campus any longer and uh, just happened to have met. You know, on our journey, we meet so many people that end up, end up helping us through. Mm-hmm. Um, I met a really nice gal whose parents happened to own a company, a real estate company. And uh, 30, what, 33 years ago, we weren't using computers. So mm-hmm. people literally answered the phones and they wrote down uh, messages on carbon copies. And uh, that's what I did for a few months in her parents' real estate company. And I started to take an active interest and one thing led to the, to the other and, and here it is 33 years later. Wow. It is amazing how when the opportunity knocks if, as long as you have an open mind and an open heart, it takes you places you never thought you would. So true. Thank, thank you for sharing that. And I know 33 years later, you have raised a family and you have successfully turned this into a business where your husband is also part of that business today. So uh, tell me and uh, help our audience understand how helping others pursue their home ownership dream has helped you realize your own empowerment journey because this didn't come easy, right? It came over time, but you succeeded because you made other people's dreams come true. That's so true. I I really believe that coming from a place of wanting to help others and understanding the profound impact, even at a young age. I was only 25, which Mm -hmm. to me was young at the time. Very young. Sitting, mm-hmm. Yes, to be sitting at kitchen tables and dining room tables with people who were my grandparents' age, and for many of, of whom this was their life's largest investment, and they mm-hmm. were entrusting me to help mm-hmm. guide them through the process. I mean, that would send chills, you know, up my spine, up and down my spine, to think that I had that they had such trust and faith in me. Uh, it, it truly. It made me love the business all the more, knowing that I could be so impactful in a positive way in people's lives. And past people don't always move um, to move up in, in, into a larger home or to retire into a spot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these moves are due to um, unfortunate circumstances in, in one's life. And just to be there for their journey and sometimes just to be a shoulder to, to lean on, I have mm-hmm. been so blessed in that respect. Uh, what it's done for me, uh, as you mentioned, the empowerment part of it, the money flows because it's, I'm doing something that I truly love and feel passionate about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe this is a business that you can chase dollars for. 
it's also something that's allowed me as a parent to be present in my children's lives and knowing that I could work you know, into the wee uh, hours of the morning and yet still be there for the bake sale and the PTA meetings and mm-hmm. whatever their school or the, or the community would need. So it's really given me an incredible, it's been an incredible life. And I am glad you're sharing that because we are living in a modern age where telecommuting and flex hours are so important and everybody thinks a job has to be at an office. But here we have jobs and professions that have been around for ages that truly allows you to be an entrepreneur and allows you to prioritize what matters for you and your family and then structure the business around the meaningful life of a quality family existence, right? And I think that that um, that is so true. And it's gotten to the point now for me that it's opened my world up so much so that I can be sitting on a beach in Greece or mm-hmm. you know uh, somewhere in China, and through you know the, the the communication tools that we have at our fingertips, writing and communicating contracts and negotiating contracts for clients, and it's it's just an incredible, it's such a powerful way to uh, to enjoy the world, and I I really encourage people to open their eyes to understand that we truly can work uh, globally and Mm -hmm. participate in other cultures at the same time that we're helping people both here and abroad. The the different segments of real estate are almost endless that you can explore and uh, Mm -hmm. enjoy. Yeah, That's true. And I live in a community where um, most of the condo units are actually owned by international students' parents. They have invested in real estate so that their children have a home to live in and go to school in the United States. And so instead of putting them in a boarding school or university dorm, foreign parents are actually investing in an American home for their kids, right? The same way as our children are getting foreign scholarships and going to study, our parents can start looking at Maybe if my child is going to Germany or France, somewhere to go to school with a scholarship, maybe the money I was going to spend on their education, I can put a down payment on a condo or uh, a small home for them. And the rules of home ownership are changing as our society is evolving. That, uh, yes, they most certainly are. Um, many people, as you had mentioned, especially in uh, our markets near universities, near universities throughout the country, throughout the world, and we're seeing families buy properties rather than uh, renting for their uh, their students. And then many times keeping those properties and turning around and renting to other students and creating maybe the first of many investment properties in their portfolio. Uh, it can be a wonderful way to offset the cost of uh, of your other children if you have more than one coming through the through schools. As we know, it's very expensive to go to college now, and anything you can do to create additional income is is certainly welcome in most households. Oh my God, yes! I, as a professor, I am in the university system in the United States, and unless you're going to a in-state university, you're going to end up spending two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollars if you don't have scholarships to put a child through an undergraduate degree. 
And that if you don't have the money, then that becomes the loan for the students, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes parents and students are questioning, is it even worth it? Um, Because if you come out of schools with that kind of debt, and then you have to get a car, you have to get a house, and the debt start piling up. And you bring up a great point that parents can actually invest and have a income stream, which is a steady stream of um, revenue coming in that truly is independent of their day jobs that can sustain the education and post children's education, even their own retirement, I would think, for the parents. Absolutely. Because remember, and I know you know this well, Cass, the, when you purchase these properties, not only are we assuming that there will be equity built through appreciation as the mm-hmm. values go up over time, right? Because that's mm-hmm. one thing we do know that there have been some bumps along the way if you look back historically. But yes. we also know that the trajectory is always uh, building an upward movement over time. So you're yes. paying down if you do have a mortgage on that property, and you're, you're building your, your uh, equity in that way, as well as that appreciation that's taking place. Case in point, my parents bought their home and lived mm-hmm. in it for approximately 30 years. They really struggled to put together that, that initial money that they needed for a then $24,000 purchase, $24,000. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, uh, when you look back now, actually, I apologize. It was it was much further back in time than that. That was my first purchase was twenty four thousand dollars, my very first condo. But with my in my parents' situation, this was mid sixties. Uh, mm-hmm. They paid, I believe, it was around twenty thousand for a rather large but home in, in need of a, of a lot of repair, and they lovingly did that and and kept improving that home over the years. And when it came time to sell that home. They were mm-hmm. able to take advantage of the, uh, the capital gain exemption on your primary residence. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to get maybe a little more detail than you want right now, Cass, but that's something that filing jointly that a couple mm-hmm. can can enjoy a five, up to a $500,000 capital gain ex- exemption. When my my parents' case, it was over $350,000 that they weren't taxed wow. on. Mm-hmm. And that was and- money that... They could have been throwing away and wrapped money all those years. Oh, yes. And on that high note, let's take our break and come back. And let's talk about the importance of finding ways to invest in that first home. Hold that thought, Marsha. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K-A-S-Henry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars 
cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance, improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com listening to unleash your inner goldilocks how to get it just right to reach dr cass henry or her guest today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to dr cass henry at hotmail.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. You're joining us on the episode, Real Estate, the Portal for Economic Empowerment. Masha, when we went for break, you were talking about the capital gains appreciation your grandparents had when they sold their home and how much that helped the family as they looked at their, um, you know, years of um, retirement. Well, and this is something well. a lot. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, uh, that, uh, excuse me for interrupting, but uh, I, I am so excited to share with you that my family had they did not have formal educations. Mm-hmm. It was just now in in these uh, in this generation that that uh, we're seeing our our uh, our children graduate with uh, with undergrad and, and masters, and and we're very proud. But these were all hardworking people that did not invest in the stock mm-hmm. market, that didn't have the wherewithal, or didn't have the temperament because that can be. You know, that takes a certain temperament. You need to be able to sleep at night, right? But yes. where else would they have been able to grow that kind of wealth? I mean, it's, it's just incredible what can be done with real estate if you're careful. And I will caution, and you don't overextend. That's something we need to yes. all be very mm-hmm. careful about, not overextending. And, and that is a good segue for us to delve into a lot of people understand the importance of home ownership. We all understand that when there is a place we call home and that we own, it gives you the sense of stability and a profound sense of belonging and frees you up to focus on other things, right? But a lot of times people get talked into by their realtor, by their bank, to buy as much house as their credit rating can bear, as opposed to influencing them to buy the space they actually need and then have the rest of the money as cushion to deal with life's challenges and tribulations as they come up. Come up. I personally Absolutely. had to go through that. And, yes. how, and real estate people get paid commission based on the value of the home. So they're, when you are working with a realtor who's all about the money and not about the stability and the empowerment of the family, that's where the options offered to the homeowner can differ. 
talk to talk to me about that so that we can educate our listeners. Yes, that's so important. Today there are, are we are starting to see the uh, the resurgence of these very uh, creative financing products. And that does have me, I have to say, just a little nervous because we don't want to repeat those seven horrific years that we went through, known as our Great Depression, but uh, excuse me, that's what I'd like to call it. But it. As far as I was concerned, it was a depression, but known as the Great Recession, where people bought up to the highest dollar amount that they could possibly squeeze out in qualifying. And quite frankly, being over-leveraged like that uh, leaves you no breathing room. You miss a paycheck. Uh, someone gets sick. Uh, the next mm-hmm. thing you know, you're in that downward spiral and possibly facing what you would think would be the unthinkable, and that's foreclosure. And I've helped so many people go through that trying time. I never want to see people reach that far and out of their price range again. I would prefer to walk away than to aid anyone to the, you know, in, in overextending to that point. Uh, yes. And that may sound extreme, but I, I can't, I need to be able to sleep at night too. I never want to make a, uh, I don't want to be paid on somebody else's misery. And I don't ever want to succeed by climbing over someone else's back. That's not how, how you should do business. And we actually have a fiduciary. Realtors have mm-hmm. a code of ethics and we have a fiduciary that we're, Supposed to work for the best, you know, the best interest of our clients, not for our mm-hmm. paycheck. That'll come in time. Yes, but uh-huh. uh, uh, unfortunately, as you know, that's not always the case. No, and we need to be I, careful. You're true. You're right. And I always say, your realtor, your accountant, uh, your attorney should all be people who you can trust. And if anything happens to you, you need to know that they have the backs of your family. In your absence, right? right? And um, so the old adage that find the people that you care about and who care about you and surround your life with them and then leverage each other's skills to pursue your own personal and economic empowerment. And you and I are examples of how strong women build that kind of relationship, right? We find other women who are like us and strong, meaning who have a strong moral code, who have a strong work ethic, and who have a strong sense of family and community, and then help each other. And in that process, all our families succeed. Absolutely. And isn't that what it's all about at the end of the day? When you first introduced uh, introduced me tonight, uh, you Mm -hmm. mentioned that uh, I am the president of a and actually, the the uh, uh, the French uh, name for this organization. I'm sorry that I can't pronounce, but it's the World Federation of Real Estate. And mm-hmm. our global uh, mission is to help resolve the the uh, global crisis for affordable housing throughout the world. Mm-hmm. And part of some of the uh, many other organizations and boards that I sit on, our responsibility is to help empower other uh, countries, developing countries, so they can know best business practices when it comes to real estate. You know, Ken, mm-hmm. there are still places in this world where people will sell you a, a piece of land that they've never had any title to, and you have nothing to go on after you've hand, handed over your life's fortune or signed on the dotted line for, 
you know, some huge loan amount for your for your family, thinking you're going to own this property, property only to find out after the fact that that property was never owned by that individual. But you're still then stuck between this and Donna. Mm Mm-hmm. And I actually knew a gentleman who invested a lot of his hard-earned money in buying a pro- piece of property while working in the Middle East. And when he came home to look at the property, it was part of a cemetery, and he had no recourse. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. So you these kind of things happen, happen, right? And mm-hmm. I know another gentleman who actually bought an investment property for his children in another country because their country was in the middle of a war. And that country's government, while they allowed him to invest in the property, wouldn't allow him to sell it. The only way to get out of it is to give it as a gift to somebody they trusted and that other person to return the value in kind as a gift. And this gentleman thought that he could trust another man instead of the woman. He had two offers. And he handed over the property to the man as a gift, and the man took it and never returned any money. These kind of things go on all over the world every day. And And so it's so important. Yes, yes, so important. And in many many other countries, the way in which real estate is transacted, there is no uh, exclusive agency relationship between sellers and real estate agents. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a free-for-all. Uh, you also have to uh, in, invoke the, uh, uh, the an individual and hand over power of attorney, invoke power of attorney with an individual who resides in that particular country. And much like what happened to your friend, what if you don't have any type of relationship? Well, even if you did, there's still no guarantee that you're ever going to see those dollars. Mm-hmm. So. Working, doing business outside of the country is extremely, uh, it's extremely crucial that you put together that team that has the experience, has the connections, and can make sure that you, you, your friend, a situation like what happened to your, your friend doesn't occur. These dollars are all hard earned by all of us. And the yes. last thing we want to do is hand it over in some scam or Ponzi scheme. And we know that those things still exist very much today. It didn't yes. end with Mr. Madoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Certainly not. And we also have to remember, people don't enter into any relationship thinking of defrauding anybody. But when the opportunity presents itself, eight out of 10 people will take it. Right? Right. Coming from the finance and accounting world professionally, the fraud triangle is, first of all, having the opportunity. If there is an opportunity that's presenting itself and one has the need to take advantage of that opportunity and they can rationalize it, when those three things come together, you have fraudulent activities. And so it's important to keep in mind, who do we, who do, we do business with? Who is representing us? And how are we going about pursuing our goals of home ownership or property ownership? So... As we bring this uh, segment to a close, Masha, I want us to think about in the modern world where we have young people coming out with loans and mortgages and car loans and everything to grapple with. How are we going to help them and how are we going to shape our own American society's home ownership at the same time taking some of our best practices and sharing it with the rest of the world? (music) 
up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes, and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. You're joining us back in the episode, Real Estate, the Portal for Economic Empowerment. Masha, as um, we get back uh, on our next segment, I want us to take a moment and talk about how are we going to help our young people as they come out of colleges with higher degrees and pursuing jobs. They have their student loans. Then they have the car loan because you need a car to go for job interviews. And then, obviously, we all at some point fall in love, get married, have children, and then comes the home loan, right? If nothing else, we're all in the American society settled with three kinds of loans. And most of us who grew up in the American culture uh, come out of college with a huge credit card debt, too. I don't know why. But banks always find kids and give them credit cards. And these kids believe that they can spend the credit card paper money as if there's no tomorrow and they forget that they have to pay the piper at 20, 25 percent interest. They will have to pay the piper. That's right. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting with with student loan debt, how that has stopped. Uh, has really slowed the uh, the buying of uh, of property for uh, recent graduates, and this has been going on for several years now. We've lost mm-hmm. that whole segment of buyers into the marketplace because, quite frankly, they can't qualify for loans. When you mm-hmm. look at these 
uh, student loan payments that could be five and six hundred and even more per month out of their uh, their income, and they're typically new to their jobs. They might be, have a, a great uh, future ahead of them, but when they first start out and when those first payments start uh, coming due, and as you mentioned, having a need for housing, uh, it can be quite a, a daunting task. Well, we spend a lot of time as realtors, those of us who have gotten involved and uh, head to D.C. every year and speak to our legislators about these very issues and what's impacting our recent graduates and, and what we can do to help them. And some of the things, some of the, the solutions now on the table or some of the fixes uh, would be consolidating those student loans to try to get to one lower rate, uh, which could help then reduce their their debt per month. Remember, it's, it's income uh, minus debt, and then we look at that amount, and uh, out of that is what, what uh, is going to create the mortgageability, how much mm-hmm. mortgage money they're going to be able to, to borrow, how much purchase power they're going to have. Another uh, uh, program that's out there right now is the graduated payment program where the payments start as low as possible in the first couple of years uh, just out of university and uh, those payments will increase over time along with uh, hopefully that that the graduate uh, income uh, and lastly at a local level this is quite interesting or I should say uh, at the lender level, more than the local, because this is happening uh, nationwide, we're seeing lenders step up and say, okay, kids, we want to help see you get into the homeownership game as soon as possible, too. So they've, they've created programs where they will actually pay down some of that student loan debt. Now, it may only be three or $5,000 of that, of that loan amount to start, but it could be just enough of a difference to, again, drive down that monthly payment in order for them to be able to afford that first home, mm-hmm. that first condominium, that first townhome. Whatever they buy into, that first mm-hmm. property, well, as we mentioned before, as that appreciates in value, as they pay down on that mortgage through the amortization schedule, mm-hmm. I mean, that only helps them start to acquire a, a real estate and acquire wealth other than through their their income, their, their job, mm-hmm. rather. Mm-hmm. So how do we, I mean, all of these solutions are after the fact, right? So the finance and economics professional and professor in me always looks at how do we get at the horse before the bando is open and the horse is out, right? These are all after the fact solutions. How do we get at the front end of this and mitigate the risk and change the trajectory of what we are dealing with? And to me, that opens up two options. One, starting to educate parents and children when they're still in high school on the importance of debt and better fiscal management and how they build their credits so that they make better choices. I say when they're still in school, because I know a lot of young people think of college as a way to get out of home and party. Getting out of home and partying at a high cost and having those debt, having those debt following you for the rest of your life is really not worth all of that drinking and all of that partying. How do we help young people understand the economic value of staying at home, going to community colleges for the first two years, and then matriculating into the four-year university and finishing their last two years there 
the undergraduate degree is going to say they're from University of Chicago, Northwestern or Harvard, right? But you can get your first two years in a community college. And that saves more than half the money. And you're still at home. You're still with parents. You don't have the cost of living is two thirds. Tuition is one third. Unless you're a foreign student coming into this country, American students don't understand that differential. How do we get at the front end and educate our young people to make better choices instead of thinking college as a way of getting away from parents and having freedom? Truly, they are sacrificing their entire future freedom for two years of fun. I think that much like, uh, first of all, that conversation is a much needed conversation at at a much earlier age. And not only do we, as you said, need to educate those students before they even get a glint of the universities, that we also need to educate the parents. And mm-hmm. I have to tell you, FDIC has some great programs, some some great uh, uh, programs that we could take into we could take into the middle school and high school. But I would encourage that if we did that, it wasn't just dialogue that we started with the children, but with the parents as well. Yes, and mm-hmm. to understand that you're absolutely right, Cass. There is nothing wrong with starting at the community college. And why wouldn't you when you can get your core requirements out of the way for, gosh, what is it now? I think it's uh, a third of the cost for the, when you look in at some the, states, the credit in hour. Some states, in some states, community college is free. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. That's right. And, and, and as a matter of fact, in some states, the state university is free. If you graduate with a high enough GPA, in the state of Indiana, you can go to any of their state universities. You're going to pay uh, room and board, but you're going to go. You're going to go to school for free. Mm-hmm. In Florida, same thing. They have a. It's called a Bright Star program, if I remember correctly, and you have to do a certain number of community hours as well. So there are there are opportunities out there, but unfortunately, not, we're not getting that information to the parents in a timely enough manner that they can, you know, make the adjustments needed and. Again, taking away that stigma that, that there's something wrong with starting a community college, absolutely not. We need to get that out there, and we need some of the younger people who have just graduated and are feeling the pain of these payments mm-hmm. to, you know, step, you know, turn back and, and tell the people that are coming up behind them, the, the uh, you know, the, new, the newly enrolled, hey, you don't mm-hmm. have to do it. There's a better way to do this. I agree with you. Yes, and starting the conversation young and including the parents is truly the solution. And over yeah. time, maybe when they see how people who have adhered to that kind of advice have done versus the ones who didn't. I know yeah. some kids who have done their first two years in a community college. In fact, I used to have community college uh, accounting and finance students at, as my interns when I was a CFO at the Chicago Teachers Pension Fund, a $22 billion pension fund. We brought in high school students and students who are in community colleges as our interns, and we gave them 12 to 14 hours, uh, dollars a day, hour, and they were able to s- s- uh, put away money and they got two years of experience at least during their community college years. And as they matriculated into the university, they had money saved, so their loan was less. Parents were able to pitch in a little. They had saved a little. And when they graduated, they were able to get management jobs because they had had very serious office-level jobs managing investments and managing investment-related portfolios in the area of finance. 
And it's amazing how when students have a good head on their shoulder and can be that mature in their choices, their future seems far brighter. Agreed. I think so, that when students get a taste of the real world through internships, through mm-hmm. summer work programs, that that, that catapult, it, it, it opens up the world to them, unlike the student who spends the summer then just enjoying and, you know, all the extracurriculars and not really seeing what the world's all about. I can't imagine graduating after four years and then trying to figure out how to work. But yes. there are many people out there that that is mm-hmm. their experience. I mean, they, they jump into the deep end all of a sudden trying to figure out how to navigate, you know, the real world here outside of the university. Yes. And employers don't want to hire people who have never done anything during their four years of college because it's been a selfish journey of their college life and nothing about giving anything back or serving anybody else, right? So we constantly deal with this. People looking for jobs with absolutely nothing on their resume about caring about anything other than themselves. So right. it's our job we... as... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to so say, we've seen enough of the self-serving uh, uh, way of, do- of doing business out there. It doesn't mm-hmm. serve anyone, including mm-hmm. oneself, because eventually... We all take a step back and say, what is this all for? Is this yes. really only about the dollars in the end? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I put it to all your listeners. No, absolutely not. We all have a moment of clarity. And hopefully it comes sooner than later in, in all our lives where we say there's more and there's more that I can be doing. Yes, and, and that's what the show is all about, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and uh, let's uh, let's applaud you for for making this platform available, and to start this conversation, and let's move that ball forward. Let's get this into the schools and to the parents, and and let them understand that there is a better way. I, I think that's cast you. You're an amazing woman, and you you always uh, you surprise me at every turn with your you're just you are an old soul, my friend, and you have. Just such wise and good, intuitive uh, advice for us. And I thank you for that. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so very much. And let's take our final break and get back to wrap this up and give our audience some very much needed tips and advice as we close the show. Thanks, Marsha. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes, and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. 
These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. You're joining us in the final episode, Real Estate, the Portal for Economic Empowerment, with Masha Colin Moroz. Masha, welcome to the final segment. Um, as we bring this episode to a close, what advice do you have? You've traveled the world, you've seen how this plays out all over the world, and homeownership is such a basic need, regardless of what society we're from. What is your advice to our audience out there of a variety of different cultures and a varied uh, age group? I honestly believe in my heart and soul that the, as you had, as, as you had uh, already stated, let me restate, that we need the security of home. And knowing that that home belongs to us. Yes, we have responsibility. We have to make sure we pay the light bill and our taxes <laughs> and our mortgage, if applicable. But having that security, knowing that that property is yours, and you don't have to worry about the landlord raising the rent or giving you notice, being able to sleep at night, that foundation, that security, if we can start at at whatever the, the level of, of uh, purchasing power you have, Within mm-hmm. your comfort zone, I can't stress that enough. Just because you qualify for a certain dollar amount doesn't mean you should go up to that dollar amount. You still, at the end of the day, have to think about savings that are necessary because things happen. Life yes. interrupts our goals many times. We mm-hmm. have to be ready. We need to have that that security. And, and many people's uh, recommend uh, many people recommend six uh, percent a six I'm sorry I'm thinking percentages now six months worth of uh, worth of savings just yes. in case mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not sure Cass how do you feel about that do you agree with the six six month rule yes because if you get sick if something happens to a family member and you have to take time off to take care of them six months of total cost of living is the safety zone. And 
Personally, I would like for it to be a year because the higher you grow in your career, the longer it's going to take to switch jobs. And we live at an age where it is called empowerment at will. They can one morning decide they don't like the look of your face. And with absolutely no explanation, your job could no longer exist, right? If that is the reality of our work world, then why wouldn't we mitigate for that risk instead of living outside of our means? What if we lived within our means and saved for a rainy day? Because if we don't care about our own exposure, why should anybody else? Absolutely. And once you get into that, as we mentioned, into that cycle where you're chasing money, where you're trying to borrow to just keep your head above water to make those payments, it's it's a downward spiral at best. And it's just a matter of time. And that's the last thing you'd want to do is to work so hard to, to secure your family's home or your first condominium or your apartment building to lose it because you extended uh, you extended yourself to the point where you could not create that, that six-month cushion or better. Mm-hmm. So yes. uh-huh. as, I, as, as we both agree, don't buy to the top of your qualifying. Make, yes. make sure that you're putting something away every month. You know, a little bit each month, how mm-hmm. quickly that compounds. That's and true. I'm speaking the expert on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And actually, yeah. if we have 12 months of mortgage to pay, I always recommend people make an extra payment. Every right. time when your salary comes, move that money automatically. I recommend to my students, when you have a paycheck coming without a deposit, automatically have a portion of the, even if it's hundred bucks, even if it's 50 bucks, make that go to a savings account where your ATM card doesn't touch. It forces you to save. It is not in your line of sight. You will be surprised how quickly it compounds. And when you have a few thousand dollars there, tie it to a money market account and sweep it to a money market and make your money work for you instead of you killing yourself to work for money. Great advice. And credit unions, by the way, when you mentioned uh, using a, having a savings account that is not tied to your, to your ATM directly, mm-hmm. credit unions can be great uh, sources of, uh, of uh, what uh, <laughs> I should say. They, they uh, create a difficult uh, uh, path to get to your money quickly, which uh, can be good because too yes. many of us still like that instant gratification. I still want the ice cream, and then I'm, I'm paying dearly for it later. Um, yes. Maybe, maybe instead of maybe two scoops, so get one scoop, right? Take one scoop and leave another <laughs> the money for another scoop for a rainy day. The advantage of credit unions is it is not a for-profit business, so they're not having a mock-up of profit. And as a member of the credit union, the dividends the union makes is yours. You actually see the dividends flow into your checking account. And because it is not a for-profit business, the interest rates are lower. So having a credit union account, uh, being a member of a credit union and then using the credit union account to buy homes, buy automobiles, is a good way to go because you reduce a few percentage points of your debt. And with with that wonderful recommendation of credit unions, uh, I can't believe we have almost come to an end of our hour, Masha. And as I said at the beginning, this is not a one and done conversation. This is an ongoing dialogue that we need to have and maybe even bring 
other perspectives into this conversation to make it real and make it relevant to all our audience. So I would really love to have you back when you are in town and you're in country, or maybe even when you're out and about and in Greece, maybe we can do a show with your clients there and see how we can expand and build on this so that we continue to educate our audience on how they can pursue their own homemaking dream and pursue their economic empowerment. That would be my pleasure, Cass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Masha. And it's been a pleasure having you on the show. The show is all about our shared journey and sharing, staying true to this goal. I will continue to bring content that helps everyone transform themselves with the communities we live in and the communities we need to support. Please share our conversation with others and help spread the positive impact. I'm also very keen on hearing from you. Please send me your thoughts as well as ideas for future shows via email to me at drcasshenry at hotmail.com. We have only scratched the surface on this topic and the entire journey of empowerment. As we continue our conversations, uh, I would like for you to keep in mind how you want to pursue your own economic empowerment and how this show can help you accomplish that. As I bring this show to a close, I channel Kathy McMorris's words, which states, private ownership of property is vital for both our freedom and our prosperity. Let's digest the tips and guidance learned today and pass it on to others so we continue to share the wealth of knowledge. By sharing the wealth of knowledge and helping each other, we truly can shape our shared journey. As you continue with your week ahead, remember, as we always say, every human interaction is an opportunity for our transformation. So let's go out there and transform lives. And while you do it, do not forget to start with your own. Thank you for tuning in to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, how to get it just right. Please join Dr. Cass Henry again next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition of the program. We'll see you then.